Hello and welcome to episode six of my podcast, The Great Mundane. Uh, it's another episode. The first one, I think, where I introduce it with the title. So, uh, for all you collectors out there, you can mark down episode six, put it in uh, some sleeves, uh, walk it up in your collection. Um, anyway, uh, so I still don't have a theme song to use yet. It's currently being worked on, so I should have one in the next episode or two if some people can get their act together. I'm just kidding. Um, that's assuming that that person even watched this, this episode. Also, um, this is the first episode since it's been released to the public, really, so I've gotten some feedback. And the only thing I remember is that people like when I, uh, say that they watch this podcast instead of listen. So I'm going to try and keep doing that. Uh, anyway, so I think you all can expect what will happen because I don't have any theme music. I'm going to play some music that is on theme. So let's give it a shot. you all enjoyed that um you know i'm recording this pretty late at night i'm hoping my neighbors also enjoyed that um but anyway uh that was uh silver scrapes by danny mccarthy um and the reason i'm playing that is because it's association with the popular competitive video game league of legends uh because today's topic is going to be esports versus real sports so just to give a quick definition you all know what real sports are. Uh, Esports are competitive video games that some people call sports. Um, so you don't think of like Mario Party. Think of more like uh, Call of Duty or FIFA or uh, Mortal Kombat. Those aren't great examples, but I feel like people can probably guess what they are like. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I debated actually doing a song that was uh, written for League of Legends because it's a big enough game that every year they get some sort of big artist to write them a song to use at their world championships. Um, and I listened to them and I realized one of the first differences between uh, esports and real sports is that real sports just have songs about them, you know? Like you might hear somebody singing about how they played football or something because, you know, it's, it's a real thing people do. Esports desperately want to have songs written about them that they pay tons of money to commission these songs. And then, this is what I realized upon watching them, is that they don't even mention the video game in the song. They just vaguely allude to, you know, playing a game. Because they want to use this song in their album. They don't want to have, like, eight songs about uh, living the life and, you know, being a musician. And then one song just about how fun League of Legends is. So they'll use words like, oh, we're a warrior. We're here to, uh, you know, try our best and win. But like, I don't know. It, it, it just seems interesting to me that they can't even pay people to sing about their game, honestly. <laughs> anyway, so the reason I wanted to talk about this topic is I feel like at this point in time, it's right when some people might be calling esports a real sport. Um, and some people might be violently against that. And I think there's a case to be made either way. Um, if you didn't know, uh, Paris right now, who's hosting the 2024 Olympics, is considering adding esports. Um, I don't think they will, but there's uh, talk of that going on. Um, 
And just for reference, this is this is an old fact, but a fun one. But the official sport of South Korea is actually uh, StarCraft. I believe Brood Wars. Um, but that's another video game, an old one from probably late 90s. Um, so at least in some ways, it's becoming more and more legitimate uh, as a sport. And I guess the question becomes, what defines a real sport? Is it viewership? Uh, I'm pretty sure the League of Legends World Championships every year gets about 30 million views, um, which is massive. It's larger than almost any other uh, event of the year. Um, a lot of these views come from uh, around the world because it's sort of a global tournament. Um, but if it's by viewership, it, it dwarfs most sports. Um, athletic ability. Um, you could argue that League of Legends players are athletic. They don't look athletic. Um, it, compared to any other sport, if you saw five uh, esports athletes and five, uh, I don't know, hockey players, you, you might be able to guess which one's the real sport pretty easily. Um, but it, it's, not as, um, it's not as cut and dry as you might think. Uh, and another thing could be maybe a real sport is like a career, you know. Uh, you can get it, go through school on a scholarship with it and you can uh, play it after you graduate. Um, and League of Legends actually at that point. Um, most esports aren't, but there are scholarships to uh, a bunch of schools right now that you can get by just being really good at this game which is sort of crazy to me um so i know i put down the topic of this video as esports versus real sports um and i'm going to try and narrow down that topic a bit just so it's easy to talk about when i mean esports i'm just going to use one example and that's uh, league of legends um but just to touch on some other examples uh because it's a pretty wide genre of games uh, it, it's not like uh, hockey or something. It's more like all of sports. Um, maybe not that much. <laughs> uh, you know, th there's fighting games, real like one-on-one -on -one, uh, button mash. Real, that's a game that requires real thought, reflex, mastery of the game. Uh, Starcraft um, is another big one. Counter-Strike. Um, but I, I wanted to focus on League of Legends because I think it's a pretty simple... Well, I needed to focus on one thing, and I think it's a simple one to sort of wrap your head around because it's it's like traditional sports. You have a team of five people versus another team of five people. Uh, you play on the same court each time. You don't have like a new map every week. Um, you that that's a difference between it would be like if you're playing basketball and it was like today we're playing on basketball map four and there was like a hill in the middle and a hole in the ground where the three point line was. Um, no, League of Legends always has the same playing field. It's always a five-on-five -five fight. Um, it's pretty clear to follow. Um, I just thought it would be a good jumping-off point. So the thing about esports, the more you look at it and the more you watch it, you realize that the number one goal of esports is to trick people into thinking it's a real sport. Uh, every year there is more money that goes into it, and every year that's spent on making it look exactly like a real sport. So that when people come up to them and say, oh, I thought you said you worked with in the sporting industry, they can say, yes, yes, I do. They'll say, no, you work with video games. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I work with uh, real sports, which now include esports. Um, so I'm just going to talk about a few things 
that uh, sort of separate or unify esports versus real sports. So let's start with uh, one of the things I think esports does a great job with is the casters. Um, they call them shout casters. I'm not going to call them that because I think that sounds sort of stupid. So I'm just going to call them casters. Um, but you know, like the play-by-play -play caster, the um, the color commentators. Uh, they've got a. It's a really nice setup. It, it, if you just listen to the audio, which I do sometimes if I'm walking to work, um, the it's I would say it's at the level of a professional sporting league. Um, they are well trained. Uh, they've been doing it for well, League of Legends has had in its seventh season right now. So all of these people are usually pretty. Uh, they're not green, you know. Um, the the funny thing though is they're so professional, um, or you know, decently professional. But they all use their like gamer names, like their gamer tags. So you'll have a guy named like David Turley, you know, that's a respectable name. Um, and they're doing all this work to like make it seem like a real broadcast. But they don't call him that because when he plays in the game, his gamer tag is Freak. <laughs> so they just call him Freak. Um, in the same uh, in the same vein, instead of Joshua Leesman, you have Jat. Uh, they have one guy just named Kobe, um, Zyrene, Captain Flowers. Um, Captain Flowers is probably my favorite one, uh, but it, that's that's what I mean. Like they they're trying to be very serious uh, and presentable with their uh, you know production value, but they still use like the type of names that you'd come up with when you're 12, which I feel like most of these names were created that way um, and still used today uh, another topic I wanted to talk about was that uh, you know the same thing happens with players um, you got names like Zion Spartan uh, Doublelift Froggen Sneaky all these silly names uh, the funny thing though is that they these players have been playing for like five six years they've sort of grown up a bit <laughs> and it's fun because you can see them all starting to change their names a bit like people who started out as uh, Incarnation now go by Jensen, which is his last name. Uh, Zion Spartan now goes by Darshan, his first name. <laughs> uh, and you can tell the people who haven't already made this transition really want to. Like Doublelift is always being called Peter, you know, a real name. Uh, just to put a special note on Zion Spartan, his name was he actually had a little video made about him by Riot to sort of like, you know, publicize their uh, their brand. And it was called, even his teacher calls him Zion Spartan. And it was talking about his teacher in his classroom would say, instead of saying Darshan, she would go, uh, Zion Spartan, can you answer this? Um, which really explains why he has changed it to Darshan. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's just a note on the names. Um, imagine if you were watching the Olympics and like Michael Phelps came out and <laughs> he was, they were putting the gold medal on him and they were like, and, and now uh, the gold medal for the 100 meter freestyle goes to Swim Master 420 Blaze at Michael Phelps. Um, it, it, to be honest, I'd enjoy it more, but it does sort of detract from the seriousness that you want in a professional sport. Um, because, you know, it, people aren't going to take you seriously if you don't take yourself seriously. So that, that the, the, the use of gamer tags, I think, is one of the biggest things that sort of takes 
uh, credibility away from the league. Um, there's, there's, n- there's no real comparableness to that in, well, in real sports, maybe in wrestling. Like, <laughs> nobody talks about Terry, uh, I don't remember his real name, but everybody loves Hulk Hogan. So, yeah, if you want to consider the WWE a real sport, and I'm not going to spoil if that is on my podcast, um, then, yeah, it would be comparable to a real sport. Um, another thing that I that this is more of a, a weird comparison is there's no real timeout structure in League of Legends, and this is true for a lot of uh, video games. Um, these games are built to be played by real people, Online, um, and what that means is that you don't really have time for a timeout. Like if I'm playing a game with nine other people all across North America, I'm, if I call a timeout, those nine people are just going to be like, "Why?" They're they're going to hate it. They're going to have to sit there all alone. They can't talk to each other uh, for however long I want this timeout to go on for. And then if I have the right to call that, then all the other nine guys do too. Um, so these games are built in a way that you just play it until it's done. And I love that, you know. Um, anybody who's watched the last two minutes of a football game, um, especially one they just weren't that interested in, uh, is going to be like, wow, a game that doesn't uh, have timeouts. That sounds amazing. Uh, but the difference here is that the players sort of make their own timeouts nowadays. So you can't call a timeout. But... What if you have to go to the bathroom? Now, I I actually, this was a hot topic recently because it happens three times in one week across different regions where in a tense game, somebody had to go to the bathroom and so the game was paused. Um, Now, in each scenario, uh, you know, it was a bathroom emergency, uh, which I I get that. It it happens every once in a while. the, the fact that it happened three times in a week and then hasn't happened since or before for quite a while was pretty suspicious. Um, the, other, the other move, though, it doesn't even have to be like that. You could just say, oh, my headphones are cutting out. And then there's like a 10-minute technical break as the IT guy tries to turn it on and off for 10 minutes. Um, or the classic, spill water on your keyboard. Um, that, that causes a break. I don't know why they're allowed water up there. It's 60 minutes. I guess it's a hot stage, but like, you know, they got computers up there. If you're, if there's a chance you spill water, it's, I don't know. That, that's just too much leeway for me. Um, but you know, the, the thing is they sort of need these timeouts because, well, so with regular sports, they all have sort of a countdown mechanism. Um, Maybe not all. Baseball and uh, golf, they don't use a clock, but they still have a very, like, set, um, you know, three strikes. Uh, But usually it'll be something like 15 minutes per quarter, four quarters, or maybe, like, uh, three periods for hockey. Uh, And, you know, there's timeouts and penalties and things like that that slow the game down. But you can watch it go down, and you can pretty much figure out how long it'll last. Um... League of Legends is more like, it's less like football and more like old school lacrosse, um, where you're just killing other people, for one thing, and you have no idea when the game's going to end. Some games of League of Legends take 19 minutes, and some of them take 85 minutes. Um, it, it sort of feels like 
watching a game of Quidditch from Harry Potter where uh, it doesn't matter what happens for 90% of the game. It's only uh, whoever wins first. Uh, just for reference, uh, just an easy way to visualize the game at its core. Uh, on your side of the field is your nexus on the enemy side of the field is their nexus uh, whoever's blows up first loses that's the game uh, it doesn't matter what else happens if you lose your nexus you lose the game um, just on a tangent this is really unrelated to esports um, or real sports but in the third category of uh, wizard sports uh, I think that Quidditch is sort of bogus um, in that grabbing the snitch gets you 150 points and like it almost always wins the game but what what really annoys me is they act like they're always going for the snitch even though a team could be down by more than 150 points and by grabbing the snitch they would end the game and lose the game at the same time um which happened in the books i think at like the world championship now caveat i haven't read the book i just watched the movie and you know it's a bit blurry but I'm pretty sure on this, and it's always confused me. I think that would be the weirdest end to a sporting event. It would basically just be like giving up, but in style, I guess. It would be like it would be like if you got it, if you were down by 50 points, and so you scored a hail mary touchdown and punched the ref in the face. It was like this is how we end the game. We lose, but we lose our way. Um, I don't know. In my opinion, they should just remove all the players who don't try and st uh, chase the snitch or guard for the snitch. Um, but, you know, they, they probably have a big history to the game, so I'll get off that tangent. Anyway, um, so that, that's a big difference is that it, it's, um, it could go on for really, it doesn't, there's no time limit. You could have an infinite game of League of Legends. I guess in the same way you could have an infinite game of golf if you're really bad. I could get pretty close to an infinite game of golf. <laughs> I guess they kick you off the course at some point. Uh, so I guess the other thing is, so sports, when you watch sports like football or soccer or golf, um, it's very clearly, you know, you look at that and you think, this is something that the body was meant to do, you know? Run and kick a ball, soccer, or football if you're British, I guess. Um, it's the simplest game to describe on earth, and you, you play it all over the world. You need so little to do it. Um, football, you need a lot more people, but really you're just throwing a ball around, trying to get it into the end zone. Sometimes you have to kick it. <laughs> um, hockey's a bit more complex, but really, as long as everybody's got skates and a stick, um, they're all just things that you look at it and you go, yeah, that makes sense. Esports is uh, usually just things that the, the challenge is that they're things that you, the humans were never really meant to do. If you watch people play um, a game, they don't, their characters, their actions, they don't really seem human. Um, <laughs> I, I was actually watching some Overwatch, which is a sort of first person shooter. So you look. You, when you play the game, it's like you're looking through their eyes. Uh, that's that's what first person means. Um, it's not even what first person means. Anyway, that's that's the English corner of this show. Um, and but when you watch them move from sort of like not a first person view by just looking at them all, they're all just moving like 
like robots that have been taught to walk like they'll take a step forward step back step to the left they're ne they never stand still and they always move and they'll be jumping up and down constantly um for no real reason other than just to keep moving um <laughs> or if you watch a game like starcraft where you control an army um but in a way no human ever did it's not like napoleon was single-handedly moving 10,000 men across the field like saying like all right unit a move there unit b and like with 200 moves per minute um it, it it's it's something that it, with enough time not like a crazy amount of time but you can wrap your head around it but it, it's it's really sports sort of feel human uh esports i guess this isn't that crazy feel robotic and sort of artificial um they're what happens when you take a thought like oh i want to be a a swordsman uh and then try and execute that in a virtual realm gotta love those virtual realms um let's see where was i uh another interesting difference between them is so when you play soccer uh you don't have to pay to play soccer for one thing and there's nobody who owns soccer um, that's not true with an eSport. If I want to play League of Legends, I have to download it from Riot, the company that makes it. And if they don't want to let me play, like maybe I don't, maybe I've been mean, they can just ban my account. I can't play the game anymore. Um, that, that's not the case with soccer. It's not like if I, uh, if I was mean at playing soccer, it's a Sepp Blatter and FIFA would come over and take my ball away. Um, and I think that's probably the biggest thing stopping esports from coming into the Olympics. It's not a sport. The Olympics loses a lot of uh, prestige if they allow like, um, it, like it'd be like if it was like the biathlon brought to you by Walmart. Um, it, it's a it's a product. It's uh, at, at at its core. It's not like an eternal test of. Uh, athleticism through the ages i still want an esports olympics um i think it'd be cool like a paralympics like thing to come after um but you know to be fair i'd only watch like a fifth of it but that's better than the actual olympics <laughs> esports doesn't have dressage or horse dancing as i like to call it or everybody likes to call it. it's not really a name i came up with uh on the topic of the olympics so the fun other dis difference is that the whole global power structure in esports is flipped on its head. Um, like North America is is garbage at esports. We're the worst in most. Well, most of the ones that matter. You know, the big ones. League of Legends, we get crushed every year. Sometimes we're better than Europe, not often. We even we're n almost never better than China. We always lose to Korea. Korea is at a level of dominance equivalent to when America plays basketball at the Olympics. America, I, look, I looked this up, they've won 15 out of 18 gold medals at the Olympics. Uh, Korea's actually only won four out of six world championships, but they've been the most recent four, and it feels like they're going to win the next 24. Um, so it, it does sort of feel like when the Americans play basketball at the Olympics, it just uh, they're on a different level than the rest of the world so i guess in a way that that esports e is sort of similar because you have national dominance um but a completely different nation <laughs> um 
The the other thing that I, I just wanted to bring up um, is that esports change. Imagine if you were playing soccer. I guess sports do change occasionally, like minor things, like oh, uh, ha- ties are going to be uh, broken by shootouts or something like that. But ima- imagine if you were playing basketball and as you're about to play, they just put the ref comes out with two balls and throws them up in the air. And you're like, what? It's like a new season, man, new rules, multi-ball. That's what playing in esports is like. Because uh, they have such weird goals. Like in basketball, you're either the center, the, the forward, the point guard, the power forward, or the guard. Sure, that's five roles. Um, and I think that might be right. I always called them one, two, three, four, five. Um, but in, in games like League of Legends, like there's 150 champions. You can't balance 150 things to be both unique and equally good. So what they do instead is they just take turns. They'll be like, all right, well, this one's been good for a while. Let's make it worse. And they'll change the game and they'll be like, oh, but this one's been really bad. So we'll make them better. And they'll change the game and then they'll change the court. Like, it'll be like you're playing basketball and then one year. Uh, it's uh, 10 feet smaller um, and, and they, they do these type of things just constantly throughout the year uh, more in the off season but it, it's a level of adaptability that you wouldn't need in any other athletic uh, event anyway um, I, I thought that would just be a fun topic um, it's also on my mind because the world championships for leagues coming up which is the most exciting time of year to watch it's in China this year. I freaking love when it's in China because I get to go to bed when it starts and wake up and have all of the results spoiled for me in my bed. <sighs> it was in North America last year. I can't really complain, but, uh, you know, I, no, I can complain, and I will. If I couldn't complain, I couldn't have a podcast. Um, so I, I just realized I didn't really have an ending segment planned um, because no, uh, from the notes I got, it seemed like people didn't like the what's this thing in front of me segment. Um, but, you know, maybe maybe I'll use this time to uh, brainstorm. No, that doesn't sound very professional at all. Um, you know what? I'm not going to let the haters stop me. I am going to talk about something in front of me, but I- I'll do it briefly. Um, my microphone this thing is a beauty uh, it's I don't know I like the sound quality on it uh, the fun thing is two minutes into getting this thing I already had knocked it on the floor because it's base it's one of those adjustable like tripod like that you can move each element any way that you want to get it to the perfect spot but then it just slides and falls over and it's built like <laughs> You know, like a weeble, like or a weeble that wobbles and doesn't fall down, where all of the weights on the bottom, so it can't fall over. It's built like if you stuck a weeble upside down, um, it it wants to fall over. All of the weight is in a big orb on the top, and it's just got a tiny little base that tries to support it. <laughs> all right, well that that was episode six. Hopefully the last one without theme music. I hope you guys enjoyed esports versus real sports um i might talk about league of legends in a future episode um about how i'm so great at it 
or maybe just talk about the Dunning-Kruger effect. Um, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll leave that for a future episode. So anyway, um, hope you guys all enjoy. Hope you guys see this in your downloads and, uh, have a nice night. Uh, okay. There's the stop button.